The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Guys, and today we are talking about arguably the single best thing to ever hit Netflix, Cobra Kai. As and I have been plowing through it, I I'm in love. It's like it's so awesome. Uh, so we're gonna be talking Cobra Kai. Then we're gonna go into our favorite '80s movies. That is favorite '80s movies, not necessarily the best. I'm sure there's gonna be people that disagree with our lists. Uh, but you know what? Hey, it's our list. It's our favorites. Yeah. You guys can send us yours. Hey, and we'll. And we'll read them. And then we're going to be talking best food to eat at the movies. Okay? So first and foremost, let me just say, I remember remember seeing this show being produced a couple years ago. um, And it was on YouTube Red or YouTube Premium or whatever they were calling it at the time. I think it's changed names. And it's called Cobra Kai. And it is a follow-up to... Karate Kid, the Karate Kid movie, Daniel San, Mr. Miyagi, you know, the crane kick, wax on, the whole deal. Uh, So it takes place like 30 years after, and it follows the story of um, Johnny, right? Who is the, uh, he is Johnny Lawrence, right? He was the kid that Daniel San beats, Mm -hmm. okay? In, in, In Karate Kid. So he's like the main character. Uh, his life has been a mess ever since that tournament, right? Yeah. That he loses. And then at the beginning of Karate Kid 2, his coach, uh, John Kreese, right, he's beating him up, and then Mr. Miyagi goes and kind of and kind of beats him up. And I think that's really kind of the uh, the end of it. Unless I'm forgetting something. I don't think he's in Karate Kid 3. I can't I it's it's I I have to I have to go rewatch it. It's on my list now that I finished season one and two. I was like, that's the one I forget about the most. So I gotta I gotta go rewatch Karate Kid 3. But um, it's like his story and his life is troubled. You know, he's he drinks a lot. He's kind of a repairman, um, and he ends up running into Daniel Larusso, our hero from the Karate Kid movies. Uh, and things don't go very well. And the next thing you know, they both have rival dojos. Okay, yep. and it is the Karate Kid all over again. But it's kind of from the perspective of our character Johnny Lawrence who is, you know, is the villain. And so it's kind of like he's now, in a way, kind of the good guy. Um, I would say that, that like, they're, they're both kind of a good guys. But Daniel LaRusso, right, is now, in a way, sometimes he's a jerk. I'm like, wow, dude. Yeah. And the way he describes it is like, hey, he was bullying me back in. Back, and it's like, okay, cool. And 
it's it like the all the kids in it they're like there's a new it's like the new generation of karate kid it could not be one of the best i mean it's like stranger things good oh, all yeah. right and so it was originally on youtube uh red when they were trying that so a lot of people just didn't see it i remember seeing um t- uh, trailers and stuff for it but i never gave it the time of day but now it is on netflix and millions of more people are watching about it everyone's talking about it on twitter I literally watched like the first five episodes and I messaged as and I was like, dude, have you ever heard of Cobra Kai? And he was like, no, what's that? And I was just like, dude, like, yeah. <laughs> here's where we're at. I think it was when I texted you and I said, you know, like four or five episodes in, not spoiling anything. Obviously, um, the guy who plays Mr. Miyagi, I think his name's like Pat Mor- Mor- Morty or something, something like that. Um, um, he uh, is obviously he's you know he's he's passed away since this, and I was like, dude, we are at Mister Miyagi's grave, and you are like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And so I plowed through it, as plowed through it even faster than I did, and uh, it it is amazing as the music, the feel, everything. Um, there's 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 two seasons so far. Uh, the third season, I think, has already been filmed, but there was, from what I read, there was something going on where is it still going to be on YouTube anymore? Seems like that's not the case. Netflix bought it, and so it is coming in 2021. As I mean, what are your thoughts on this show? Man? Well, I'll say this. Ever since I've watched it, uh, I finished uh, season two just this past weekend, and the first week of school, I was actually asking my students, have you seen this? And a couple of them had, and so they knew exactly, like we were quoting uh, bits and pieces of it. And I've been pushing it to anybody. I texted my dad. I said, we've got a show to watch. And I told him, I just gave him a quick little rundown. And he was like, sounds awesome. Let's do it. Because growing up, I mean, The Karate Kid is such a good movie. And I was, it's a wholesome, you learn oh, yeah. a lot. It's classic. classic. It's, it's iconic. It's classic. I mean, and my parents would let me, that was one we could just watch anytime it was on. It was, it, it was, it was great. I was allowed yeah. to watch that. So, uh, Karate Kid one, two and three. And yeah, it was, it was great. So I yeah. freaking love it, man. I, 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 blitzed, I just blitzed through it. I mean, it's got me so jacked up. Like it's changed the music that I'm listening to. I'm listening to different stuff in the gym now. Like I looked up, uh, local karate classes. I'm trying to find a dojo, like I, I'm buying the merch. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I was like, this is this is insane. Uh, at one point, I wish I would have had a camera on. I just stood up uh, when Danielson started to go through like 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 the motions and stuff and was doing the whole wheel technique and was, you know, I was like, oh, right. my God, there's a there's a secret Miyagi technique we have not seen. Yeah. Yet. Things we still have to learn. Oh, it's yeah. It's so cool, dude. I just was like, this this is this is next level. I did not expect it to be this good and i gotta say yeah johnny lawrence i'm i'm feeling for him i'm starting to see things from his perspective well i mean there's just there's one the thing i love the thing i love most about this series is and this is one of the reasons i really love the remake of the power rangers movie they did a couple years ago um i remember when i saw the trailer for that movie and i was like it's gonna be awful because they're like sometimes you know, we're in this era where we're, we're constantly remaking things and redoing movies and TV shows and all these new adaptions. And sometimes they try to take something that was, you know, it was like a cartoon or something that was meant for a younger audience. And now they try to make it serious. And what happens in that is you end up losing what made that special in the first place. Right. Um and I love that this series does not shy away from what it was, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're true to the source material, and it just and it works so well. 
Um, they are able to take, and it's the same actors. I mean, that's huge too. I mean, it's the same actors from you know the originals, and they bring them forward. And not only are they able to tie it, blend it so well with what happened before, but now there's the new generation and the all of the new supporting cast are great. Um, it's a huge cast, and I think they actually do a pretty good job of balancing the storylines. Like sometimes it's really difficult when you have these huge casts to end up balancing the storylines because you end up feeling like people just get lost and stuff like that. I think they do a really good job. Uh, you know, and the crazy thing is, is who know who knows what season three and it seems like there's going to be a season four are going to be like now that some of that Netflix money is hitting. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, my Miguel is by far my is by far my my favorite character of the new cast. He is Johnny's first student, right? Um, and I love how in, so in the first episode, we'll just kind of spoil some of this. Um, they do so many throwbacks to you know the original movie, but now it's like in reverse, or it's you know it's you know it's just it, it, it's they just do it kind of kind of different. Um, you see that this character Miguel, right? He's kind of like new to the school and, and you know stuff like that, and he actually gets bullied a little bit, and then uh, Johnny Johnny Lawrence, right, beats up these like six kids that were beating up on him. He's a kind of you know, drinking and like they start they start pushing him around. So he he wrecks all those guys. So then he begins to start teaching Miguel uh, karate. Uh, and then like you know, there's it's something it's in it's in the trailer. But you know, he's having him do chores. And he's like, "Is there any way you want me to walk? You know, is there any way you want me to wash these windows?" He's like, "I don't give a shit." You know, like instead right. of you know, wax on, wax off, right? And so it's just it's funny to see that that different side of it. And all the new cast, right, is, is so good. And just the back and forth and everything and. And it's good, man. And then you know Johnny and Daniel have a, have a rivalry. Uh, and it, every time you you know every time you think okay they're about to put the rivalry behind them, kind of becomes friends. Something happens, and nope, we're we're right back. And then you have John Kreese, right, who was the coach of Cobra Kai and Karate Kid One. Uh, he's in Karate Kid Two, where he kind of you know is like geez, he's beaten up on on Johnny after he's lost. Uh, then Mr. Miyagi steps in, and then he's a villain again in in Karate Kid Three, and he's in it. And it's 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 huge. So I don't really want to spoil too much more or anything like that. But I have to say it is so great the way they're doing this. And I just hope that the next uh, two seasons are going to be strong. I'm still waiting on Hillary Swank to show up. Is she are we are we going to get Hillary Swank? Uh, the next karate kid. I hope. I hope so. I really do. I we, we <laughs> talked about. It. I was like, because <laughs> one of the things we were saying is that. Um, and by the way, before I get to that, I, did you see there is a little uh, Netflix did like a a a teaser trailer. There's a there's um, a tiny there is a tiny teaser because now it's on Netflix. Yeah. I did watch the teaser trailer and there's like one second of new right. footage. Right. And what do you call that thing? The the <laughs> um. It's a it's um it's oh god katana, what is it? It a... is it, it, it's not a katana. It's it's the same thing. It's a scythe. It's 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 the same go. thing that uh Raphael yeah. uses from yeah. the Ninja Turtles, who unfortunately are a 1990s movie, so they will not be in our list, which we will get to here in a bit. But, yeah. So I saw I saw uh, that though, and he's he's fighting and and like um. You know, you can't tell who it is. I've tried to pause it. Actually, it I believe it's actually no. I think actually it's called a sigh because a scythe is like the yeah. long, but I think it's a sigh. Yeah, yeah so it's just sick because uh, Danielson looks over and it's just being you know slammed down into the ground. You're like, who right. who is who is he fighting? You know. So, but anyways, it would mm -hmm. be so cool to see other. I mean, God, just to bring some of that storyline. So they're, they're, would be amazing. Yeah. 
th- that and there's and there's theories of there's a character who shows up there's a girl character who shows up in season two and we only know her first name yeah. and the big rumors is who is her parents because mm-hmm. uh, there are people saying that well maybe it's the villain um, I think it's like some um, silver uh, as Adam Silver uh, is his name from Karate Kid three some people are saying it is um, Allie who was like you know the, yeah. the girlfriend yeah. in the first movie first second movie right is it is it her and there's rumors that there's everything she might come back they've been hinting to it a lot so it's great and i gotta say there is a there's an episode where um johnny goes and meets up with some of his old friends um and it's the same actors who played who played his like supporting cast right uh the other cobra kai kids from karate kid and you can tell it's the same actors and everything so it is so true and good to the original um you know to the to the original to the original series so i mean it is it's it's great i highly 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 encourage people i mean it's got it's got ralph macchio in it right Mm -hmm. i mean it's literally it's the same cast it's amazing yeah yeah that that other character you're you're talking about the um terry silver the uh from karate kid 3 right Mm. uh yeah that could you imagine if that was like well, if you look, if you look at her, man, she kind of looks, looks like, like him, him a little Absolutely. bit. She does kind of, she does kind of look. She does not that it, it's his daughter playing it or anything, but you know, sometimes you cast people because they look, you know, a certain way. Yeah. So, um, you know, Ralph Macchio and William Zabaka, who is Johnny Lawrence, and um, Will Smith are executive uh, producers. So, you know, Will Smith, um, the uh, the the Karate Kid, which is the one with his son and, and Jackie Chan. Um. Uh. So you know he was he has at least been involved in in the series because I think he also produced, uh, that movie. But they did say from I was from the interviews I was reading is as they progress this forward that movie uh, is not part of the Cobra Kai canon. So they're going to take movies one through four, which includes, um, all three movies with Ralph Macchio and then the one movie with Hillary Hillary Swank. So. Uh, so it's it's great, man, and it just has me thinking as as we'll begin to transition here into our our top eighties eighties countdown. There are so many other things where you have maybe have a couple movies where you could do a series like this, like let's go into the future, and 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 kind of what's going on with it, and do it as a Netflix series mm-hmm. that I think would be you know I I think would be would be so cool, right? Like now I'm just like I would love like I mean, could we get a Die Hard? series could we get a lethal weapon series could we get i mean there are so many iconic things you could go from like the 90s and stuff like that as well where you could do a a a series on it uh and i'm i'm telling you right now because i think this is going to do really well i think we will begin to see that (laughs) we will begin we will begin everyone to that's what happens is something comes out and then everyone races to do the next do the next thing yeah well and, and i think like you you said the best part is that if you have some of the original cast that you can bring back and you use the flashbacks to show us that this is directly tying into that movie and it's yeah. an offshoot series now i'm in because you've kept me i i hate when they go and they do something they try to change they stuff recast and, it and whatever right. and, and you know I, yeah this is way better um it's just stirring up mm-hmm. all that nostalgia and so it's like so so good and also i think you and i were talking it's neat that these actors get to go back and think of their kids who are like dad and mom are back in like acting Mm -hmm. they haven't been in it since the 80s maybe they didn't have the best acting career whatever and then boom here they are um back on top it's just it's cool to me i think it's really cool. well and and i i think i think one of the things that that 
blesses this show so much. Um, and I don't mean to be a jerk or anything, but um, I think one of the things that blesses this is that, you know, Ralph Macchio, obviously, who was like, who was your lead, his acting career outside of, you know, Karate Kid was never really anything. Like, he didn't become like a huge, huge, huge actor. Um, I mean, he's definitely acted in things, you know, over the year, but I mean, I would say that the majority of people, when you look at him, you're going, he's the Karate Kid, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, he was in this movie Crossroads, which I remember, which is basically the Karate Kid with guitar. Um, and he was in like, you know, he was in My Cousin Vinny. But I mean, after that, I mean, you know, it's like, it's kind of it's kind of hit and miss, you know, TV and, and stuff like that. But he's certainly not like somebody who, you know, he's not like, say, like, you know, um, a lot of the, you know, like all the other big kind of stars in, in the in the 80s. You know, I mean, like Jean-Claude Van Damme and stuff like that. Like those guys went on to do, you know, they did a bunch of other stuff and um, are known for many things where I think he's just kind of known for that. So I think actually in this kind of strange thing that ultimately ends up uh, and, and ends up kind of kind of blessing him in, in, in this series. And a lot of these other people, it's like I don't really know them from uh, from a lot of, you know, from from a lot of other things. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Um, you know what I kind of forgot? I forgot that uh, Ralph Macchio is in Outsiders, uh, which is which is mm -hmm. which is a freaking classic. That's a great movie. I mean, he's yeah. Like a, you know, here's the thing, and I, and people might get upset with me. I don't. You don't uh, like it? I, I don't think. I, no, I don't think I've ever even seen this Outsiders movie. Oh, but dude. when I was looking up '80s, when I was looking up '80s movies, because I was like, you know, trying to come up with my list. Everyone's like, how I was looking up top 10 lists and everyone's like, how is outsiders not on your thing? And I was like, uh, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. That was, well, I, I know it because we our kids read it in school. And so we're always, um, it's a film that it's always showed, uh, shown in I think 10th and 11th grade. Maybe. Um, I know, I know sometimes mm -hmm. it's done at, at younger, like middle school level too. Um, it's really cool. It's really, it's really a good, a good, uh, good book and a good. No, 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 no. I have, I have seen this. Yeah, because it has a young Rob Lowe. Yeah, because like the cast is insane. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's got, yeah, it's got Patrick Swayze, Rob Lowe, Amelia Estevez, uh, Tom Cruise. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I, it's I probably do, just I been a long. Yeah. It's not one that you, that I would. Right. I only it's, watch it because we sometimes play in school. So yeah, it's like, yeah. But but right. it was yeah. I forgot that he was in that though. He's actually. Yeah, he's he's in that movie. So, ah, yeah. Anyway, so so I'm glad. I'm happy for him. I'm I'm, real, I'm excited to to see season three. Man, I mean, 2021. Yeah, I'm who I'm 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 there. All right, as let's move into it. Uh, our top ten favorite 80s movies. I think what we'll do this is we'll just go back and forth, and is we're probably gonna have some that are on. That are on that are on the same list, uh, and that yeah. and that's that's certainly that's certainly okay. But um, you know, so if we have it on it, you could, we can say, hey, well, that's where I have I have this movie as my number, whatever. Um, so as I'm, I can uh, I can go first here. So okay, at my number ten, okay, uh, I have a karate movie. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, the Kumite. Okay, Jean Claude Van Damme <laughs> in Bloodsport. All right, wow. Bloodsport to me is it is just one of the. I think by it's by far his best movie. Um, I think it's certainly Jean Claude Van Damme's most iconic movie. 
uh you and i both love that 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 blood that theme song you know in in bloodspore and then you just get you know you get it's it's i mean in a lot of ways it's it's pretty much your standard karate movie we see him training with his master at the beginning he learns you know some techniques like how to fight use your surroundings mm -hmm. use your you know um use your senses we get to the, the the end you know he's he's taken down his he's taken down his friend right uh, and he's wearing the Harley Davidson, you know, bandana as they get ready for that final fight. Jean-Claude Van Damme is, you know, laying into him. And then he cheats, throws the powder in his right. eyes. He can't, can't see. see. Yep. Right. You know, he, he can't see. Uh, and then, of course, you know, he remembers his training, uses his senses and wins the fight. I mean, I it's it's a classic junk. It's. I, I think it's, you know, to me, it's that and Kickboxer are really kind of the two Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. I think if you're going to pick one, it's probably his best because Jean-Claude Van Damme has been in a lot of like good movies and a lot of his movies are, I mean, they're bad. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to yeah, lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, oh, yeah. they're, 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 they're pretty bad of all of those like big action stars. Right. Yeah. Um, he was great in the Expendables. Expendables too. He's the villain. Uh, you know, the Expendables, those where they have all of the action stars uh, come come together. But I mean, I also don't consider him as like, you know, I think if you're going 80s action stars, it's it's Arnold and Sylvester Stallone. And then the list, you know, really begins after that. But I'd say he's he I wouldn't even put him in that second tier. I'd say, you know, then you have like Bruce Willis and, you know, as as you go down, then then he's maybe in that like C tier. But yeah, so Bloodsport is my number ten. Yeah, that's that's one of my dad's uh, favorite movies. He loves that movie. Anytime it's on, he's he's all about it. We gotta watch it. We gotta gotta sit down and you know yeah. So, all right, cool. Yeah, so your number ten, Bloodsport. Um, for me, this this actually snuck in here. I'm just um, again favorites. Surprisingly, this is not higher for me because I'm a big fan of this superhero. But uh, it's Superman two, right? All right, so Superman man. two. Um, I think, I mean, is it, it's, it's, if I had a chance to put a Superman movie in here, I was like, I'm going to go with Superman two. Although we were talking the other day and Superman three and four are also eighties movies. And I actually prefer Superman four. I mean, like, so I'm, but right. I, I think Superman two is better. So I was like, ah, I'm just going to go with Superman two, but all of them are, are, are great to me. Cause I'm a huge, uh, Superman fan, but yeah, I love Superman two. It's solid. And had to sneak that. He had to sneak that in there. Yeah. Which one is that? That's so. Super, Superman. So Superman one is where he turns back time. Yeah. What is it? How does he? So, oh, Superman two is where she figures out he's he's Superman, right? Um. Yeah. At the she she figures where she she, she she he like gets sick and she shoots him and. Uh yeah. So no. So he is um facing. Uh, oh Zod. Zod, yeah, and he, yeah, the, the whole he uses the like red sun technology and everything, but mm -hmm. then he does actually depends on which cut we're talking. Rich, Richard Donner cut, or are we talking the original? Right, that's know? true. So yeah. Richard Donner cut, he flies back around the world and just reverses time, and you know, um, and is able to kind of undo the mistake that he made, or you know, Lois figuring out who he is. But then, um, is that the way of it? Yeah, or is it the other way? So, so then he has the the, the kit because actually on my shelf I have the Richard Donner cut. That's the one that I right. sometimes will watch. There's two, right? Um, but then yeah, there's, there's the, yeah, there's yeah, there's two different cuts. Yeah, yeah, there's the kiss though, where he kisses Lois and she just forgets everything, you know, um, mm -hmm. which is kind of crazy. 
and you're like, wait a second, what? Right, yeah. What? You can do that? Yeah, so, in, okay, yeah, so in the, okay, in the original cut, right, that's where you have Zod and all those people, they're in the Phantom Zone, they come mm-hmm. out, uh, and in this one, yeah, Lois Lane, Lois suspects Clark and Superman are the same person after Clark is absent when Superman appears after saving a fallen kid. That night when Clark trips over a rug, uh, Lois discovers that his hand is unburned, forcing Clark to admit he is Superman. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cause there. Uh. And so, let me see what else happens here. Yeah. She. He takes her to the Fortress of Solitude. Shows her that his past. Superman. Yeah. Re- removes his superpower. His superpowers by exposing himself to red kryptonite sunlight in a crystal chamber, becoming a mortal. Yeah. That's right. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Superman. I mean, Superman one is by far the best. Uh, yes. Of of the of the original of the of the uh, original series i think i prefer i think i prefer four over three because three is the one with richard pryor and the supercomputer mm-hmm. yeah, right where weird. uh four is where he fights uh what's oh god what is it is it what's that the the, the guy the radiation, radiation man yeah. it's like radiation man yeah and it's kind it's kind of his thing and at that point it's almost like yeah the series is getting a little tired so yeah i'm with you because because that that zod fight is 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 huge man right i mean yeah he he fights zod and lex luther uh and he kind of he kind of has to do and ursa so he has to do everything um in that this is where he kisses her and wipes her knowledge of it and then yeah, yeah so, so so that guy's uh and 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 four four is one of my favorites uh even though it's not 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 that great it's a uh, 1987 but he faces down nuclear man <laughs> nuclear, nuclear man. man and and yeah. so, um lex luther is the one who broke him out of prison schemes to kind of create nuclear man it's it's kind of it's all about you know putting an end to that which superman mm-hmm. 2 starts off with the whole idea that he takes the arsenal the nuclear arsenal it's what breaks zod and everyone out of the phantom zone so he's trying mm-hmm. to do a good thing for the world um yeah there's a my what i guess one of my favorite parts is in superman 4 and it's something it's it's politically motivated a little bit but there's the quest it's the, the quest for peace uh speech that he gives it's just uh, it's just a really really mm-hmm. good moment for mm-hmm. for superman so yeah and gene ha- and gene hack i mean first of all christopher reeve he is Superman. 100%. I mean, just 100%. He is Superman. And Gene Hackman is just perfect as Lex Luthor. He is I like I I've I've always preferred his kind of version to Lex Luthor where he is a little more in a way like kind of comical, right? He is a little more comical, more extravagant rather than like what Lex Luthor has kind of become in like the you know, with the animated series and you know, Justice League and all that stuff where he's bald, right? And just they're just different, right? They're just different kind of portrayals of him um, where he is, like, more serious and he's, like, wearing, you know, suits of armor and stuff like that. I mean, I do love I, – I like uh, – I forget his name, but the guy who, who the guy who plays Lex in Smallville, I think he does a really good job. Oh, Michael uh, uh, Michael Rosenbaum? Ro- Rosenbaum. Rosenbaum yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I do, I do, I do like his his portrayal of of Lex in in that universe. It works really well, and he's a great yeah. counter to Tom to Tom Welling's Clark slash slash Superman. Yeah. I mean, those guys are just so so good on 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 screen together. Right. Yeah, Smallville's great. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, man. Okay, well, I'm gonna go to my number nine now. Well, I will say this isn't my number one. In the end, there can be what? Only one. <laughs> How did I not have that on my list? Oh my god! Oh my god, man! 
Okay. The Highlander. Oh, okay. my God, I dude. Mean, it is so epic, man. Oh. Highlander is just – it is – uh, 1986. It is just a absolute classic, man. You have Christopher Lambert, who becomes Raiden in Mortal Kombat, yeah, right? Yeah. When so when we do our 90s list, stay tuned for that because yeah. I'm sure that'll be on both as uh-huh. nice. And Sean Connery, man. And if you've ever seen uh, a movie called The One with Jet Li, it came out like early 2000s, yeah, yeah. I believe kind of a similar premise in that there are many highlanders mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. you know all all over the place and as the you know as you as you kill more of them and stuff like that the whole goal is to be the last mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. remaining yeah okay yeah. and so yeah so connor mcleod oh, all right god is, dude is that is character. a Oh, there can be only one. I can't tell you how many times growing up we used to say that to each other, you know, just about like we're in oh, competition so or something, you know, or talking about sports. Oh, dude. So, Jeez. oh, dude. So many, man, you know, and it's just like, it's, it is just, it's just one of these epic class. Like when you think of like movies like that take place in the 80s, it's just, it's, it could not be more quintessential, you know, you have. Uh, you know Connor McCloud, right? Uh, you know he's 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 our Highlander, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and so, you know the whole the whole deal is you know you're like kind of immortal, right? I mean he's from like the 16th century, yeah. right? But now he's he's living today, and the whole deal is there's kind of this warring thing going on, and then you have uh, Sean Connery, right? Who's kind of his um, way he's kind he's kind of his, he's kind of his mentor, right? He's also uh, in, in that thing, and then you have uh, the Kurgan, right? So that's his his nemesis. You have the different tribes that they're from, uh, and so then he's trying to kill the few remaining immortals and claim you know the prize, which is okay. Boom, you're going to be the most powerful. There is a um, director's cut of this, which is a little bit uh, longer, and it's 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 sweet. So yeah. It's it's a I mean the Highlander the Highlander is a classic. There are a few more movies in the franchise, but to be honest, they're not really that good. There's actually I think they even spawned a TV. Yeah. There's a there was a TV series which Duncan uh, Christopher Lambert shows up in in like episode one. So that would be kind of I think that's would be kind of the uh, it's 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 pretty good. Um, I'm trying to remember. I remember them saying at some point they had plans to, to br- to bring it back, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't, I don't think that's ever happened. So the last one is Highlander: The Source, which was 2007, um, and it looks like I did even release in in, in in theaters. I don't, I don't, I don't know. But the 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 original one is the is is the one, man. Because in the end, there can be. Mm-hmm. Only one. Yeah. It's the whole goal. You want to be the best. It's in a way. Yeah, it's it's similar to the movie called The One mm-hmm. uh, with Jet Li, and that there's all that one's they they kind of take a different approach, but but I would say it's obviously based kind of on this idea that's in the Highlander, in which there are people traveling to kind of different dimensions to kill various versions of themselves because as you do, you become more and more and more powerful until you are the final, uh, you know, one left. So that that's that's kind of that's kind of the whole. Uh, the whole goal about it. It didn't do very well in the box office, but like, you know, over time, obviously it's, it's been, 
It's been great. So that is my number nine Highlander. Dude, that's so cool. That's so sick because I actually used to watch the the uh, Highlander TV show just from time to time. Not not like straight through, but like I, right, right, right. I, yeah, just yeah when it was, when it was on in the nineties. Yeah. So okay. Um, on to my number nine here. So kind of along that same same line, you know, the, the idea that there can be only one. Well, if there's only one, then that means you're the last, right? So my number yeah. my <laughs> number nine uh, is uh, The Last Starfighter, uh, 1984. Uh, again, we're going favorites here. People might not think this is a very good movie. If you've not That's seen... That's okay. This is our favorites. I yeah. mean, if you've not seen The Last Starfighter, I, I highly encourage it. it honestly... Also, I'll, I'll just throw this out here for the for the for the guys. If if you're single and you're trying to make a move, right, and you're thinking what's a good movie for that first, you know, second, third, whatever date you're on, I, The Last Starfighter. I mean, you got to it's it's a go-to. It's solid. It is such a solid, solid movie. Um, I mean, it actually on Rotten Tomatoes got a 74%. It's you know 6.8 uh, out of 10 uh, IMDb. So you know. It's it's pretty solid, and mm-hmm. it's the, the idea here is this is one of those that I actually think they could turn this into a series. I know that you you we were talking the other day, and you had said like, well, maybe they're trying to um, like they, they talked about making uh, doing a remake or something. But right, yeah, I'd right, right, yeah, yeah. But the way I see this is the whole idea is there's a video game, um, and you go to this video game, and it's basically, um. The, the Academy has put out these tests in various worlds to see if there are individuals who have the talent and the ability to be a starfighter, right? And they, they're, they're um, it, it's just sick, man. Like, there's one kid playing this game, trying to get the high score. He's been training on this video game since he was a youngster. He gets frustrated one night. He goes out, and he's having a fight with his girlfriend. His life's not going right. He goes back to the old video game. He plays. He gets the he gets he gets the high score. He runs a perfect. Runs a perfect in the video game. And literally, it's like I mean, it, it is. It's such a class. All of a sudden, you get the lights are coming down. There's spacecraft. There's a there's a things get real eerie. He's hearing something. They show up. They're here to acquire the last starfighter. They need him to join the academy. And um, times are desperate. And so it's just such a sick. And dude, dude, it's it's like not only are is there this test to see if like who who has the ability to pilot these these uh, very special starfighters, but the guys who go out to recruit them, the on the other side, they are also being pursued by these like assassins. So when he goes to acquire this guy, you know there are other aliens who are like trying to assassinate other people from acquiring the last starfighter. It is just sick. I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, and I really, really want a good reason to go watch it. So, you know, I guess I, I gotta, you know, come up with a, a reason. I don't know. Go on a date. Um, <laughs> have somebody over. <laughs> no, man. Hey, it's for me. It's to me the thing I always remember. I always remember the the cover. It's like to the DVD where it's like this kid and he's just looking up and it's like an outer space. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's very like Tron esque. You know, like you like or that 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 classic image of Luke. You know, like kind of holding up the lightsaber. Which, by the way, I guess guys, we should say we are excluding Star Wars from this list because obviously it would be as an eyes number yeah, one. Yeah. So we wanted to make yeah, just because we run a Star Wars podcast, it's obviously our real number one. Whether you go Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi, I mean, it just it wouldn't be fair. So we said let's let's cut out about let's cut out a bunch of these other ones and go with it. Yeah. But yeah, Last Starfighter, man, it is cool. The idea that you just goes 
to his video game. He's playing, and he doesn't know it, of course. And then secretly, he's recruited. Yeah. Right? And it's just, it's, it's so cool. It's like, well, we need, we need somebody who could step in and pilot our, yeah, pilot, pilot our ship. And so obviously, you know, Star Wars and everything was blowing up, and so everyone's now racing to make these kind of like, you know, they're Star Trek movies too. They're Star Trek movies in the in the 80s maybe as has uh some of those on his list mm-hmm. and when we'll we'll we'll, we'll get to yeah. that but yeah the last starfighter it's it's a classic man it's it's definitely a, it's definitely more of like a, you know a cult uh you know a cult kind of classic yeah. so um all right so number eight i have my only arnold schwarzenegger movie okay so i was gonna go with terminator but when i really think about it t2 is my favorite and that is in the 90s so I excluded Terminator and I went instead with Predator. Wow. Because the original Predator is yeah, dude, I love this movie. It is just it is hilarious. Okay. The sheer amount of one liners in this movie, you know, you've got, you know, you've got you've got Arnold Schwarzenegger, you've got Carl Weathers, Jesse Ventura. You know, there's literally keep this in mind. In this movie, there are two future governors yeah okay <laughs> how does that happen? how does that i mean yeah name for me another movie in which two you know and two two actors turn will become governors i mean unless ronald reagan was in a movie with somebody else who at one at some point became a governor yeah. i cannot say that i know of any other movie that has done more for us in politics than the movie predator okay I mean, there's just so many iconic lines. There's so many iconic scenes, um, and it's so it's so w- strange to kind of think about because like Arnold doesn't really come back to the Predator franchise, right? Mm-hmm. And so, but then Predator goes on to do become more of like a horror franchise and stuff like that. But the original one is really more kind of of an action movie, uh, you know, if you will. And it all starts with Arnold. I mean, when he walks in and Carl Weathers is, you know, sitting at the thing, you know, Dylan, you son of a bitch, (laughs) you know, and like the classic handshake, you know, get to the chopper. (laughs) I mean, there's so many just classic lines uh, in this movie. And while I'm not, I'm not really a big fan of like the, the predator franchise, like outside of this, I mean, you you have aliens as well um, and stuff like that, but it's more so just i mean it's it's just it's so it's just so iconic it's so classic it's you know i mean arnold arnold was on the map before this mm-hmm. um you know but this is to me this and terminator really are the two that just catapult him into like being you know one of the biggest biggest stars and again there's two future governors in this movie mm-hmm. how i mean how does that happen yeah that's wild yeah this is cool i mean i got to watch this like later it like when the other predator uh movies were coming out clearly my mother was not gonna let me watch this yeah uh, <laughs> growing up so i remember I, I when i was a teenager maybe even in, into college and another alien versus predator movie was coming out and i was like all right what is this all about and i, I wouldn't watch them all yeah it was solid it was it was really good i was like mm-hmm. wow yeah, but. and shout out! Hey, quick shout out to Peter Cullen who voices the Predator. He's also a mega eighty star uh, in that he is also the voice of Optimus Prime. Wow! So I mean, talk about that guy's range. Yeah, really. Right? You, know what I, you know what I mean? Jesus, like, wow. dude. And you got you know you get, you got Carl Weathers who's obviously at the time also a huge star uh, for the movie franchise that he's in, which we will obviously get to, uh, at some point, probably towards the top of mm. our, uh, top, top of our lists. But yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Predator, that is my number eight. Nice. That is sick. 
Sick. Okay, cool. Um, so for me, uh, at number eight, and it, this is, I mean, I'm, I'm even looking at some of my things going like, ah, should I move this around? Should I, what it, it is what it is. So number eight, um, He-Man. Masters of the Universe. Yeah, I knew it was gonna be on your yeah. list. I was like, I do it. Yeah. I was like, I, I was like, I was like, I'm not super familiar with this, but I know. But as had me watch it once, and yeah. I was like, I know this is gonna be on his. On oh his my list. god, dude! This this is one of those things. So it's kind of funny. Like some of the other ones that I'll mention, you know, I know that a lot of people have seen them. We're gonna get into some that like everyone's seen that movie, but I don't know that a lot of people have seen He Man: Masters of the Universe, and it is such a good Dol- movie. Dolph L- Dolph Lundgren. Yes. Yes, he's in it. I mean, he's huge. And actually, you know, you think like, oh, can I root for that guy? Yes, you can. Yes, you can root for him. I mean, yeah. So it's Prince Adam, dude. I mean, he's mm-hmm. it's it's sick. So but by, by the power of Grayskull, right? He is he is wielding the sword. I mean, he's just it's such a cool thing. And they make it kind of real. It's it's got the 80s feel to it. It's it's realistic. Um, there's a whole again, it's sort of them showing up on our world, trying to find you know, this device that allows them to, you know, that allows He-Man to win this, win this fight. It is just, it's sick. And there's such good music in it too, that I, I was just like, I don't know. I've always liked it. It's always been one of my favorite, um, eighties movies. So, you know, it's, well, I mean, I think also at the time, Dolph Lundgren is literally the perfect person to cast to play He-Man because he's blonde, he's tall. He's obviously like jacked. He's also kind of just been in whether he was just I, I think it came after uh i would have to say it comes it comes after rocky four right mm-hmm. i mean probably uh, yeah 87 I, I, I don't know 87 yeah and so i mean so he so he was just he was just in a mega movie so casting dolph lundgren because you know people are like oh dolph lundgren's one of these big action stars and i'm like is he i mean like i know he is like that's that's kind of his thing but it's like i would put him even below the tier of like jean claude van damme i mean i i cannot think off the top of my head other than this and rocky four of the dolph lundgren movies Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's like ah you know so um, nothing against him. I love. I mean, Dolph Lundgren's great. I mean, I, in Expendables, he's great. Rocky, he's great. This, this, he's great. He's great as well. Um, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's classic. And and I think you know, given given the, the franchise and everything at the, at the at the time, I think they did. I think they did a great job with it. Yeah. Let, let me let me read to you guys just a quick synopsis. So if you've never um, heard of it or you're, you're interested in it, what have you? I mean, it doesn't have the best score and reviews, but I think it's freaking amazing, and you have to watch it. So when the evil Skeletor finds a mysterious power called the Cosmic Key. He becomes nearly invincible. However, courageous warrior He-Man locates inventor Gildor, who created the key and has another version of it. During a battle, one of the keys is transported to Earth, uh, where it is found by teenagers Julie, who is Courtney Cox, and Kevin, um, who is Robert McNeil, uh, let's see. Both he, yeah. Now both he, he man and Skeletor's forces arrive on Earth, searching for the uh, the potent weapon. So it's just kind of cool that like there's this battle that's going on in Eternia, and it kind of one of the keys gets transported over to Earth, and these teenagers get roped into this whole thing, and yeah, the way in which they they fix the cosmic key is just. It just kills me. It is hilarious. It's actually really, really kind of funny. There's music involved, and it's just like wow. So, yeah, I love, I love yeah. it. He man, let's 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 go. It's it's great. I it's, it is, have it is. the power. 
Oh, it's so good. So good. All right. So, okay. As we get into number seven, I'm pretty sure Ez has probably has one of these movies. Where, this is where we're probably going to start to be like, oh, I have that on my list, but it's this number. And, we, and our order is just slightly different. Yeah. Um, so at number seven, I have a movie that um, showed up on a lot of people's lists. And let me say that. A movie from a franchise that a lot of people have on their list, but I would say that the majority of people have the first entry uh, as the as the pick of this franchise. But to me, the third movie has always been my favorite, and I can go on the record and say the best. Uh, we're we're not we don't have anything Star Wars on the list, but I am gonna pick something, you know, that's a George Lucas creation. Featuring Harrison Ford. And hey, you know what? Let's bring him back, Sean Connery. And that is Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I've always preferred this one to the original. Because I think a lot of people think yeah, the second one's just kind of okay. And then, you know, the, the, you get to the 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 Kingdom uh, the Lost Skulls. And that one's cool too, the Crystal Skulls. Um, but to me, it's always been the Last Crusade because it's Indiana Jones and his dad. You know, you have Harrison Ford, who's this new, you know, actor. He looks like he's going to be this new action thing. He's been Han Solo. He's now Indiana Jones. Uh, and then you have a veteran actor who everyone knows, Sean Connery, James Bond. Uh, and you have both these guys in the same screen. And Sean Connery is playing his dad. And they're on, you know, the Last Crusade, man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, the first one you're fighting Nazis and dealing with the Ark of the Covenant and stuff like that. But now you're seeking the Holy Grail. And, you know, it's just I love I always love those kind of like I love National Treasure. Um, You know, I love the Tomb Raider games and Uncharted and all that stuff where you're like seeking, you know, like historical treasure and stuff like that. They literally the when the the scene that always gets me is the scene where they show up and there's like a Knights Templar. Yeah. Like, you know, guarding the grail. You know what I mean? Uh, It's just it's so good. Um, It's a class. I just I don't know why I've just always I've just always preferred this one um, over uh, over the original. I think it's just also just because you have you have Sean Connery as well. And I think they're just they're so good together. And it's his dad. Uh, and it's just like this epic quest. And so I, Indiana Jones and the last crusade. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I, I love the Indiana Jones series, the movies. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Like I, I have, I mean, I don't know if you want to like, if we should bounce around or not, but that's definitely, um, but except I guess, I guess not. So that's not actually technically on my list. So, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, but that's, that's cool. Yeah. I love the last one is really good and it is neat that you kind of get to see his dad and that, that dynamic and, uh, it's 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 it is the one that's played i think more on tv it's just more en- enjoyable mm-hmm. and it's easy well they like they're at, and they use petra right you know at like the, the petra as like oh like you know stuff like that so it's like they they're using real places and stuff like that and again i mean anything that any any time you have john williams george lucas steven spielberg you know i mean it's I mean, it's it's a home run. I mean, everything that those guys touch is you know a home run. I mean, just go no. I mean, any anytime John Williams is doing the music, okay. Oh, we're, I mean, how many movie we've already we've already covered at least two movies in which John Williams does the music. All right, right? we got Superman and we got this. And I mean, everything those guys touched. I mean, you know, Steven Spielberg, 
it, this is when he's becoming the greatest director of all time. And George Lucas, you know, those guys are buddies and stuff. And so, I mean, Harrison Ford, I mean, you just, you can't, you just, you can't, you can't go wrong. So it ultimately comes down, I think for a lot of people, which Indiana Jones do you prefer? I would certainly say most people probably go with the original as, as kind of their best. But for me, it's always been, um, it's all, it's always been, this one, but you know the funny thing about Indiana Jones is I think the most iconic thing about Indiana Jones is running from the, you know, you have Indiana Jones and he's running and here comes the big boulders, but that's from the second movie. Right. So and that's the one people are right. like, ah, eh, that's not you know the Temple, Temple of, of Doom. Doom. Yeah. But that's I think any time you you show something where you're re, you know you, you know you throw like do a throwback to a movie or something that's iconic. I mean that's the most iconic thing, but it's from neither of of those movies. Yeah, some people really like Temple of Doom. I'm not a, a big fan of. I I, I prefer um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Over, over I mean, it's I don't mm-hmm. know the second one. I'm gl- like the yeah. third one. Yeah, it was it was much needed. I'm glad they they did that and they didn't stop it <laughs> the second one because I was not a fan. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah. So I'm uh, for me, it's it's the third one. You know, and then they get to the Grail, and I love the scene where there's all those Grails. Uh, and then, oh, which one is it? And they pick out the one that's like the most basic one. And, you know, they have the, the like the leap of faith, right? Where they're standing yeah. over the thing, uh, you know? And so it's, and so it's good. So I just, so I loved it. And again, I had HBO as a kid for some reason. I think we accidentally got it for free. Uh, and so, you know, I, there's going to be like a handful of movies that I'm about to talk about and be like, oh yeah, I watched this on HBO when I was a kid because that would have been early nineties or whatever, mid nineties. And so these are the movies they were showing because they were only a couple years old. So so for me, my number seven, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yeah, nice, awesome. Uh, all right, well for me, and this is one that everyone knows and, and everyone um, loves this movie, but it, it's only at number seven because I get some I get some fun stuff coming up here. But it uh, ET ET had to hop on there, you know. So hey, hold on, it did, didn't is, are we talking about uh, Steven Spielberg and John Williams again? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hard. Uh, yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, I don't know. It's it's. I love this movie. Um, it was again one of those that like growing up. What movies are you allowed to watch as a kid? You know what I mean. So this one was accepted. Um, by my mom. It was okay to watch. I watched it with my cousins. It's pretty cool. And it's not really one that I go back and watch a lot. But like whenever it's on, I mean, you know. Or I guess once in a great while I, I I do throw it in, but it's not something that I I watch on the regular. But it's it's such a classic. It's so good. Uh, Elliot, you know, mm-hmm. phone home. Well, yeah, I mean the the whole thing. I mean, yeah, the phone, et phone home, the bike. I mean, the bicycles is like. I mean, that's like one of the most iconic you know scenes ever. Yeah, yeah. Drew Barrymore is in this movie. I mean, it's yeah. you know, et's et et yeah, et's. E.T. is great. It's it's a classic. Hey, Kathleen Kennedy. All right. I know for our Star Wars fans mm-hmm. out there, we may not be super pleased with her right now, but back in the day, you know, she did some she did some yeah. some some pretty impressive work. So I will I will certainly give her uh, give her some some credit back there. Yeah, I mean, E.T. is is one of the most iconic. I mean, the finger touchings. I mean, that's one of the most iconic like right things in ever ever yeah yeah it made me believe i i, I yeah I and it's like you know and, and we didn't and we didn't grow up in the 80s but it's like you know what was because like for us we, the, the more of those 90s movies you know like like i think like we'll cover these when we, we get to them like space jam you know all of this stuff like what would it have been like when et just came out and it's like you know changing you know right. everything right i mean yeah and i mean all, all of the prosthetics and everything they did um, you know, I'd I'd actually probably go as far to say, you know, I mean, this came out. What was this? Uh, 1982, mm-hmm. 
I mean, just look at the the work that they're putting in here on ET. Um, it was kind of interesting actually watching. Uh, just to switch here to talk about Star Wars a little bit, we you and I watched that the Mandalorian um, documentary where they're talking about how they created everything, and John Favreau was talking about, well, I used the tech that I learned when I did Lion King, and then I took it forward with this, and I took it forward with this. Well, I mean, here you have you know Steven Spielberg and, and and Kathleen Kennedy and all this stuff talking about. Um, which she's in that as well, talking about it as well. Some of the stuff, it's like, well, some of the things I'm sure he learned on ET, he later uses in Jurassic Park, right? And so, you know, it's just kind of the, that natural progression as you're progressing through uh, animatronics and, and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 it, it, yeah. It is neat to kind of look. Actually, '82, and I got, well, I got my, I got a couple from 1982. So some crazy stuff was going on. And again, the, the Star Wars hype was real, and '83 is, is is Return of the Jedi. So, uh, yeah. That's interesting year. All right, man. Well, um, I'm sure this is one we both have on our list. Uh, I have it as my number six. As may have it a little bit higher just because of the hype we're in right now. And that is the Karate Kid. Yeah. So as may <laughs> as have, as, as have it a little <laughs> bit higher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so as especially as we get closer to the top, it's just going to be we both have these on our list. You don't have to reveal when yours is if you don't. If you we, we can wait, okay. we can wait until you, uh, until you get there. Or if you have it way higher, we can wait to talk about it. I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm, I, I'm fine. It's, I'm fine it's not day. much higher. It's not much higher. You're good. You're good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah. So I mean, obviously, we talked about it a little bit earlier. Just talking about. Um, you know, uh, Cobra Kai, and again, I mean, it is it is iconic. It is classic. Mr. Miyagi makes the entire movie. Okay, mm-hmm. I mean, the entire. If it, I mean, oddly enough, it's like it's like here is a movie, and you look at the '80s, right? And everybody's becoming these big, huge action stars, and somehow you have a movie. Um, with you know a young kid and you know an Asian actor who I'm sure people aren't really super familiar with, uh, and you ha- and you come up with just this absolute classic, yeah. right? I mean every scene. I mean wax on, wax off. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like the training when he's on like the boat and he's he's doing he's doing you know the punch all all the things when he's standing on the beach and he's he's learning when Mr. Miyagi's teaching him, you know, all of your power into, you know, this one inch, right? right? Yeah. And boom, yeah. boom. And then, I mean, you're the best around. Nothing's ever going to get you, you know, keep you down. And then the final, I mean, the final thing, the crane kick, okay? Which and is an illegal now high that's... kick, by the way. <laughs> it, it, it is. <laughs> Didn't know that until illegal, Cobra Kai. Man. So, yeah, uh, until, until, until Cobra Kai. I mean, it's just, it's an absolute classic. And the rest of the franchise, actually, the one I think I've seen the most is, uh, might actually be the Hillary Swank one. Again, yeah. why? Because I had HBO when I was a kid, and that came out in 90, 92 or 93, I think. And so, yeah, uh, it's up there. But I mean, it's just, it's so iconic. It's so classic. Even without Cobra Kai, it would, it would still be like, I mean, just an absolute classic movie from the 80s. Yeah, no, that yeah, it's 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 um it's it's solid, and I'll, we'll talk a little bit more about. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll share my thoughts here on it in yep, a second yep, here because exactly, it's good, it's good. Okay, okay, all right. Hey, let's uh, let's go. Uh, what's your number six? Ed? Yeah, so moving on. Uh, number six here for me, Star Trek Two. 
The Wrath of Khan. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a Star Trek movie on mine. Yeah, uh, I was. It's in. It's in my honorable mentions. Yeah, uh, which we can, we can say when we get to, when we get to our number ones before we before we do those. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, I guarantee, as is going to have a Star Trek movie. Yeah, in here. yeah. So I got uh, Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan. It is just so. It is so good. And and remember that it's not Captain James T. Kirk at this time. It is Admiral. He is Admiral yeah. James T. Kirk, and a lot happens um, with promotions and demotions and things. And I mean, it is facing down Khan is is awesome. This was one. Uh, this was like one of my mother's favorite movies as well. And when they did when they did the remake of this, I mean, the ending of oh, this it was movie, so good. Like, it, it will bring tears to your eyes. Like it will bring like I. J- it's it's so good. Two and three. It's Star Trek two and three are so they're good. So, they're just yeah. <laughs> they're so good. Well, it's just like you finally get this um this connection. A real true like Spock connects with his his human side and he and like when oh God, at the end, man, when Spock is he yeah. gives himself up, right, and he goes in the chamber or whatever and, and he's and he and he does the live long and prosper, you know. And mm-hmm. like uh, Kirk does it back and he's just like and he's saying to him that he you you are my friend and he's letting him know that yeah. we're friends. Yeah. Right. Oh, I was like, oh, no. And then so when they did the remake, I was watching it with my mom and she's just tearing up because Kirk goes in. And they do it. They, they do, do it the, the opposite. Way. And then he does the whole thing and they, you know, he touches the glass and he says, you know, that they, they talk about friendship and Spock loses it and figures out a way to yeah. save Kirk. And you're like, wow. Um yeah, because it's Spock's Vulcan nature, and it's also Planet Genesis mm-hmm. that allows him to be reborn, sort of. So, I mean, just a yeah. sick movie. Sick. It's so good. And you're right, the remake is so good. I honestly think that Star Trek trilogy, um, the – oh, God, what's his name? J.J. The J.J. The J.J. Star Trek trilogy is so underrated. Uh, I mean, that first – the way – and I think just the way they do it. Again, I, I love the way they said, let's – here's a way where we can not – reboot an already amazing franchise but reboot an amazing franchise by having it you know split dimensions you know and time and and alternate timelines um and then again you get to that second movie and the whole deal was nobody knew going into it and everyone's like because you have benedict you know benedict cumberbatch and ever and they give him a different name and everyone's like is he con though Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. he con right and so the whole deal was like is this actually the wrath of con like are they are they gonna go that way uh then you and then you don't know it until like the end of the movie and then you know you kind of get it and then they flip it yeah it's so good it's it's so good and of course it's all based on you know the original which i mean is just absolutely classic i watched it a bunch when i was with my mom my mom that's one of my mom's favorite movies yeah uh and she talks about it again. and then of course again god you know oh, so yeah. so classic i mean so classic yeah that it's 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 de- it's by it's by far the best of the original star trek movies yeah i mean yeah it's it's well i mean before you before you before you get to the next gen ones it's 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 the crown jewel of the William Shatner Star Trek. Right. I mean, like, the, the, the TV series is amazing. Then they go do the motion picture, and you're sort of like, wait, what's going on with, with the first movie? And the second right. one comes out and just kicks you in the freaking teeth, and you're like, wow. And then the third one, and then the search for Spock is is just uh, is, is good, it's too. Good. The search for Spock is good. Then they kind of, for me, they kind of they, they kind of trail off a the little bit. The voyage home is what is going on right. with and then, and then he, and then you get to, And then you get to Next Generation, and it kind of, I think, is revitalized, yeah. and Next Gen's, Next Gen is great. Yeah. And uh, some of those Next Gen movies might be in my uh, best favorite 90s uh, movies. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, man. Okay, so – 
at so okay, number five. Now I know this is a movie we both have on our list. As this might be as his number two, if I had to take a guess. I have it as my number five, and that is the never ending story. Wow. Okay. So <laughs> I have this as my number five. Okay. Where do you where do you before Stranger Things brought it back and made Neverending Story absolutely amazing. Oh. Um ag- again to a new generation that probably didn't even know what it was. Uh I mean, I'm telling you right now when I was a kid I had tears. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Oh, when our tech when our tech dies, I and it's like I mean you're right. I mean you're barely into the movie. I mean you right. were like you were barely into the movie, and our tech dies, and you're like, what? What hap- just happened, yeah. man? You have a little kid who finds this book. He gets sucked in the story. Falcor. I mean, and for me, the line I always remember is the giant. Right? These used to be such strong oh, hands. hands. Oh, you know, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, just so many classic characters. It is just that perfect, um, that perfect '80s fantasy movie. Mm-hmm. Um, one which is actually in my honorable mentions. You know, I, 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 I think in in the realm of this, you know, you, I think you look at like Labyrinth, you look at Willow, um, and then Neverending Story are all that kind of like in that same like fantasy kind of kind of kind of a genre but never i mean never any story is is the best the second one i don't even i don't even know if it's 80s or, or it might be like 90 or something like that when it came out um it's it's good it's it's good too but it, it just doesn't touch the you know the classic you know the ivory tower you know the princess uh, it's just this epic quest and then at the end uh the kid gets gets to ride on falcor in the real world and that's never i don't know how it really happens but you know it's it's great yeah, no, it's it's one of my favorites. I mean, I'll I'll save some of my thoughts for it. Uh, obviously, it's on my yeah. list. Uh, it yeah, <laughs> it's huge. I have a lot to say about it. So we'll just we'll just uh, yeah, save. it's sick, sick. One of the best. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, as what do you what do you have at number five? Uh, so at number five for me, I actually have the Karate Kid. So I've got Karate Kid. Oh, okay, five, so, so, so we, yep. Uh, not to say I said wasn't too too much higher than than yours, and that's just <clears> I mean just because it's 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 one that really um. I guess if I would have went back and looked at a list of 80s movies, I'd have been like, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the Karate Kid would have been in, in my top ten uh, favorites. But it's not one that I thought about a lot, actually, until Cobra Kai came out. Like, really thought about yeah. And you're right in that I used to watch four, the next Karate Kid. Like, that was on all the time, I feel like. I don't know. Like, all the time. All the time I, we were yeah, kids. Yeah, so, uh, so that is one that, that I remember watching quite a bit. And, you know, I had a major crush. So, whatever. But, oh, yeah. oh, absolutely! Did, right? Um, yeah. But no, I, I thought Karate Kid was great. And I just remember, like, more so, it was just it wasn't that I liked it growing up. It was that my dad liked it, you know. And so then I was always mm-hmm. watching, and I I knew it. I just knew the movie inside and out, and uh, you know. And then then I remember getting a little bit older, and him talking about there being a second and a third one. So when Cobra Kai came mm-hmm. out, like I remember my dad was into it enough that he knew, because my dad doesn't know movies that well or actors or any of that kind of stuff. Same. Not, not Neither, stuff. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I would say I would say our dads are pretty similar. But for some reason, the Karate Kid is a movie that my dad has seen enough to know, like some of the things. And he's, you know, whack, my dad always makes the joke, you know, wax on, you know, wax on. I mean, he like he knows who Mr. Miyagi is. Right. And yeah. I mean, my dad is, you know, my dad, he 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 describes himself as, you know, an old redneck. Right. He likes to work on trucks, yeah. mow, you know, and, and hang and, you know, hang out. And so like that. Yeah. It's, so but for him to even know about I mean the Karate Kid and Mr. Miyagi and all this stuff. Right, it says something. You know, yeah. 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 Yeah, so Karate Kid's up there. Um if I had to pick my fa- I think my favorite one 
uh, is actually probably just the first one. I don't really remember three very yeah. well either with like um, that villain, Snake, and Terry, right. Sil- whoever it is that's in there. Like, Right. So, yeah. Yeah, the third one is the one I definitely remember the least. The second one I remember only because um, – I, mean, I mean, I've seen, obviously, the first and the fourth one I've seen the most. Um but then the second one I remember just because I remember he uh, when he's fighting I think it's chosen Chosen or Chosen or something like that when he, he's fighting over in Japan oh, yeah. uh, and he goes to do the crane kick and he catches it and it's like oh, you know yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah I know that was, yeah that was sick I yeah so anyway that's it's in there at number five all right solid movie okay hey all right yeah exactly so now exactly I'm sure the, these next these next few we'd have and it's just going to be a matter a matter of order so okay so on to number four now this is another one in a franchise where i think everybody says the first one is their favorite and probably the best the second one is the one i have on my list the third one i already know is as his favorite but if he has it on his list he better have looked up the dates because i had to look it up mm-hmm. and it is not an 80s movie no, we, we got the same one at number four i'm almost positive <laughs> Back to the yep. future. I have back. To the, I have back to the future too. Oh, I've got. I've got one. I have the first one. I just have back to <laughs> yeah. the future. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, all three are great, but the third one is a '90s movie, unfortunately. Yeah. So I know that will be on as is as is list. And I do. I love. I love them all. I love them all. But for me, I think the first one, start to finish, is probably a better movie yeah. than the second one. But I just love in the second one how you know Doc shows up and he's like, "We got to go to the future, yeah. right?" And they actually go to the future. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then it's like the hoverboard, right? The oh, hoverboard when he's playing the arc the arcade game and stuff like that. I mean, all three are amazing. I love the people the third one I think people like the least because it's in the old west, but I, I think I think it's great. Uh, but I mean start to finish, the first one is iconic. And I looked up a bunch of lists of, ev- of what everyone said is the best um movie, and everyone had everyone had number one as like the best eighties movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like if you're talking iconic eighties movies, that's the one that they had. But yeah. I've just I've just for some reason always preferred um the the second one and I think just because I, I, I love it that they go to the future uh and you get to see it's all because of the you know it's all because of he raced, you know, what's his name when he never mm-hmm. shouldn't biff when yeah. he shouldn't have, right? And then and then you know it, it all comes back to it. And it's such it's such a great trilogy. Like it works so well. Um just as a trilogy, and the DeLorean is the coolest car. So I mean, again, I, I'm sure everyone has Back to the Future on there, but I, for some reason, I've just always I don't know. I, the, the second one is the one I like to go to, and I think it's just because the first one's always on TV, and so the second one's just always always where I go to. Yeah, and see, the the second one is one I didn't know as well until I got a little bit older, but mm-hmm. because there for a while the third one was on was on TV um, all the time, exactly, quite a bit. So. And and the first one is one that I had seen just way more, so <clears throat> I, I I liked it. Actually, for a long time, I did not really even know, like I hadn't I hadn't seen the second one, so I remember mm-hmm. just only knowing the first one, and then I would see the third one, and I kept going, "What is this one where they go with the hoverboard?" You know, and then I finally saw it, and it, but yeah, it's it's solid. I I absolutely freaking uh, love love Back to the Future. Such a good. So that's my number four too. So I got that at, yeah. at number four. And yeah, I mean it's 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 an amazing. Again, I see that's something where I think if I think the thing to do with Back to the Future would be don't reboot it, but I think you could make a Back to the Future four and just and use I mean and, and use and use the characters and, and turn it into a next and turn it into a next generation thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I think I mean I total I total I totally think you could do it and um hey have Christopher Lloyd and uh, 
Oh god, how am I blanking on his name? Oh god, uh, Marty McFly's uh, uh, actor. You totally. Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Michael J. Michael J. Fox. Yeah. I mean, you know, when it came to Michael J. Fox, I was considering Teen Wolf, but I was like, eh, oh my god, Teen Wolf. So. Absolutely awesome. I mean, the shoes, right? And that's the other thing too. He's got the, he's got the Nike, you know, the Nike lace ups in, Dude, in, the, in the second one. Christopher it's Lloyd so is still. I mean, he's he's eighty one years. Well, old. W- right. But when you look like you're eighty one when you're thirty, then you know it just looks like you've yeah. never aged. So I mean, yeah. I mean, good lord. Yeah, that's 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 awesome. He could do it. Yeah. Um. All right. As so. Uh. Well, I guess. Okay. So we both kind of went there. So I'll go. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll go to my number. My number three. Okay, so now the top three for me, it was really about order, um, and so I had to really think about it, and it really came down to because I was. This is where I was trying to be like, okay, which one do I think is best? And then I was like, no, 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 no. this has to be favorites. If I'm sitting down and I'm like, I want to watch something from the '80s, what's the order I'm going with? So at number three, again, I watched this on HBO when I was a kid, and I was like, I heard everyone talk about it, and then I watched, and I was like, this movie is literally freaking amazing we got tom cruise we got val kilmer you know top gun i got a number three highway to the danger zone i'm sure this is a lot of people's number ones but for me i got i got i got i got i got two more above it but i mean top gun i love that the remake that they're doing a, a sequel to it i mean everything about this movie you know you start off you've got the sick top gun anthem Highway to the Danger Zone, Goose, Maverick, Iceman. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I love Val Kilmer as kind of that villain in this movie. With oh, he's always he's always chomping. Um, the most heterosexual scene in all of all of movie history, when which Tom Cruise and they're all playing beach volleyball in jeans, and you got Kenny's Loggins playing with the boys mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, just go ahead and say it. it's a great scene. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and, and you know, I mean, then it, it comes to the end. They actually have to kind of work together. It's great. It's Top Gun. It's an absolute iconic classic. Everything about that movie, uh, just I mean, just screams uh, '80s. I mean, it is just, and that's why I'm sure. It, I'm sure it's a ton of people. Our buddy Tom, um, I'm sure this is his. This is his number one. I mean, easily yeah, has yeah. to be his number. Well, one. and and here's the thing. So the first time I saw this movie, and this is no joke, was with Tom, and it was in high yeah. school. And I, I had never yeah. seen, like, it might have been on, and I, but I did not actually know. And I remember when he said to me, you've never seen, like, actually through Top, oh, Top Gun. Yeah, and I was just like, nope. I, I just never, mm-hmm. not on my radar, man. So he said, yeah, he, he knew, I always, I knew the songs, and I knew some of the, right you know, the the references, cultural you know, references <clears throat> to it. But, like, I didn't, hadn't seen it, so. Yeah, he yeah. Yeah, loves it. I still, so I still have, I still have the soundtrack on cassette tape. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Have, I have the Top Gun Hunter. So uh, yeah, and so then I'm, I'm, you. This is not your number three. No, I, I don't have this on my list. What not on my list? <laughs> no, it's wow. again. I've only probably ever watched it once or twice. Okay. Once or hey, twice, man, dude. Right. I, yeah. It is. It's, if you yeah. ask me a favorite '80s movie, like would I put this is favorites too? Yeah. Because some, some of these movies mm-hmm. is like, well, you just haven't seen as much. No, yeah. I wouldn't put it in. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Hey, that, yeah, that's fine. And I'm sure a lot of people. This is their number one. Again, this isn't best. This is just kind of our our favorites. But Top Gun. I mean, I mean, it's so classic. I mean, that you've got that love and feeling scene. You know the, the you know I, I did it. I did it upside down. Right when he's talking about the maneuvering, the scene where he's like, you know, on the on the motorcycle racing, and he's like, yeah, you know, I got I've got the need, the need for speed. Yeah. I mean, there's just so there's just it's so it's I mean everything about this. I mean, I'm. I I have I know like our buddy Tom could literally probably quote this movie start to finish. Yeah. 
Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. This he used to talk yeah. about it all the time. And I would just be like, that's where we got to yeah. the point where I'm like, I don't know, bro. Like he's he was like, you gotta watch it. So so yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah. Uh what do you got at number three? Yes. So at number three, we already mentioned uh this. So I have Raiders of the Lost Ark at number three. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah. I actually really like this one. I know some people, you know, they're like again, three is is well liked by everyone, but and I love this. It's dark, it's got some some real seriousness to it. Um it's the one that I watched the most with my parents um growing up now later in life the last crusade was seemingly on more and we watched that more but i remember this being one that that they like and my dad just loves the idea of uh, you know like thinking about the ark of the covenant right and where where is it what's what's going on with it that kind of thing so so that was pretty neat so yeah um, yeah i would I would I would say the majority of people say this this is their their favorite or they would consider it the best. I think I'm the oddball out by picking Last Crusade. Well, I, I like I actually don't. I mean, I go back and forth. I mean, really, uh, this is this is one though that I just remember earlier on watching it. Every time I went down to visit my family in Kentucky, literally every single time, this was on, and we were we were watching it at my uncle Lester's house. Like I I just it's I can see it, and yeah. So I have all these memories um, attached to it, and. And I love it. It's just darker. It has kind of a darker feel to it, and it's more. It's like a more he's, serious. He's, you know, it's he's fighting. He's fighting the Nazis. You know, and stuff like that. And this is this is really this to me is when. And I'm I'm sure it, it probably started a little bit before this, but this is to me is the first thing I think of. It was like it was like when did everyone just use the like Nazis or remnants of Nazis as like the standard? Hey, we need an we need an enemy yeah. right that everyone can just hate. And it's like oh, this is this is at least one of those. There's, Okay, well, let's just make it Nazis, all right? right? Because everyone could agree to hate them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like every everyone can agree, it, can, yeah. can just agree. On but that. this one was cool because it, it actually had like like the idea is that like, you're not just forcing them in as the villain. It made sense. Like they really made it make sense because right, because it, it, right, it when it of what of when it takes place yeah. and everything and yeah. searching for the power, searching for lost relics and stuff. And you're like, wow, that was actually. Right. Hey, then and then and then he goes to use it, and oh, that was a bad idea. Yeah, uh, (laughs) yeah. not good. Yeah, yeah. So no, yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark, abs, absolute. I mean, it's it's it's. I mean, again, hey, Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, John Williams. Yeah, how many? You know, how many times that's good. Although I will say the one thing about this, you know, as as we know as Star Wars fans, um, Harrison Ford's like, man, I don't want to be typecast as Han Solo. Well. Now you're typecast as Han Solo and, and Indiana Jones. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, and they're really similar, similar characters. So. Right. All right, man. Okay. So down to our final two. So for me, I went, I went, I went back and forth between my number two and my number one, because sometimes I think, is this my number one? And then I, I, I just, I just go back and forth, but um, I ultimately ended up picking this as my number two. Um, and then I was also going back and forth because I love the original and I love the sequel so much. And as eh, which one do I really like more? But I ultimately settled on what I think is, I think it's a top ten, maybe best movie ever made, uh, and that is Ghostbusters. Wow! I got, I got, I, wow. I, 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 I mean, Ghostbusters, man. I mean, again, it's it's another movie where it's start to finish, it is just absolutely epic and it just so defines uh the 80s dan Aykroyd, bill murray Sigourney weaver harold ramus yeah. rick moranis i mean um uh, i mean it's just it's it's such it's such a good uh it, you know it, it, it 
it's it's just so good. I mean, Ernie Hudson. I mean, everybody's in the everybody's in this movie. Um, Don't cross the streams. I uh, you know, and then of course the Ghostbusters song, the car. Yeah, I mean everything about this movie is just it's it's so good. Uh, Bill Murray is, is is so good playing off Sigourney Weaver. You know, as like that kind of love interest where he's clearly like, hey, you know, I don't know as as much. You know, as some of these other guys, right? He's a little he's a little more skeptical. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the Stay Puff, Mar- you know, the, the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Mm-hmm. I mean, every every or is it, that's the second one, right? The Stay Puff Marshmallow Man is the second. No, is it? I I always mix them up. Yeah, I don't know. They, they uh, the, uh, what I do know is this is was there some bad language in this movie? I'm just trying to remember because oh uh, well, there's bad language and there's a scene where a ghost kind of hooks up with Dan. Aykroyd. Yeah, yeah, okay, the- which. I watched an interview of him on Joe Rogan, and he said that act- he's because he's like a big believer in ghosts and stuff like that. Yeah. He said that actually happened to him. Wow. Okay. Okay. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> I I remember this being like all of my cousins were watching it. I remember it being referenced all the time growing up. This was one I wasn't yeah. allowed to watch until I was a little bit older. I did see. Uh, I've seen all the Ghostbusters. Love them, but yeah, these none of the Ghostbusters made it on my yeah. list. Uh, but this is yeah, uh, this is good. No, the, yeah, yeah. I, I looked it up. The second one is where they pilot the. The second one is where they pilot the Statue of Liberty with the Super Nintendo, the, the original Nintendo controller. Uh, but the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man is is in this one, and I was just like, "Wait, do they fight him?" I was kind of just kind of just trying to kind of remember. But yeah, of course, obviously, you have I am the gatekeeper. Yeah. I am the you know he has her and goes her uh, and and everything, and it's uh, it's 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 so good, you know, and yeah. so. Uh, so anyway, so I, I got I got go I got Ghostbusters as my number two, and it was tough between this and I'll get to my number one, but I I, no, I, I got it I got it as my number two. That's good. I, I really wonder what you have at number one. I honestly have no. So for uh, for me, uh, so we're on to number two, right? Yeah. Yeah. So at number two for me, uh, I have the Goonies. Okay. The Goonies. All right. I know that seems crazy. If you were like, wait, what? No, that's that's fine because now I know what you have as I think I I think I know what you have as number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think I have something similar at number okay, one. Okay, okay. So um for me the Goonies was I, I if you said like you just gotta pick something uh and you have like, you know, one or two choices, <clears throat> what's what are what's that gonna be to throw in that's an eighties movie? It's the Goonies. I, I watched that movie over and over and over again. Um I had a crush on the girls that were in it. I, I wanted to go find pirate treasure. I'm now still obsessed with finding treasure in Oak Island and, and all the treasure maps and the, you know, one eyed Willie, the whole thing, you know, I just, I thought it was, what was amazing. So, and what's funny is, is I was into this movie. I watched this movie a lot. It was probably about a year or two ago. It was on and I was, I was watching it and my dad sits down and he goes, what's this? And I was like, you've never seen the Goonies. And he was just like, well, I, I don't think I don't think so. And he's sitting there and he's, well, he's like, this is really good. And I'm like, Dad, no, no, no. Like, like, <laughs> that's crazy. I was like, this movie's on all the time. And but like, I think, you know, when, when he has the remote and he's in charge, we got we had to watch whatever dad wanted to watch. But, you know, this was right. Uh, I, I'm wanting to watch. I'm like, no, no, I'm watching this. We're watching it. We can watch whatever you want to watch later. But I, we're finishing this out. And it was towards the beginning of it. He loved it absolutely loved it my sister my sister came over and she was like dad you've never seen this movie and he was just like well it's probably been on i mean it looks some parts of it look familiar right and uh it was just it was hilarious but i'm like no sarah and i would quote this movie my sister sarah we would we would quote we loved this movie it was it's such a good it's just good for kids it's a a good kids movie yeah um 
in the 80s yeah so i had i had never seen the goonies until i moved out to portland and then had gone to cannon beach which is where it's filmed you can go to the house like you can go to go to the goonies house although they don't really like it when you when you go i i think actually they just sold it but there was like just a regular couple that owned that house and they're always like oh my god Mm -hmm. people are always coming on and wanting to see it um so then i so i didn't see it until i was in my 20s uh definitely um, but yeah, I mean, the, again, this is another one that I, when I was looking up '80s movies, this was on so many people's list. I have it in my honor. I have it in my honor mentions just because I'm just, I just didn't watch it yeah. uh, as 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 much. But I mean, The Goonies, you know, yeah. hey, you guys, oh, you know what I mean? My <laughs> like, gosh, so good. It just, yeah, it's it's so great. The whole idea, just that they're on this mission, they're just each of the characters is so different, and they're they're about to mm-hmm. lose their home. They're all about to be split up, you know, and it's just it's it's totally Stranger Things. Yeah, I mean Stranger Things, obviously. Vibe, yeah. Well, then then uh, God, how am I blanking on his name? Sean Astin. Yeah. Sean Astin is in Stranger Things, exactly. right? Uh, you know, and it's it's such a similar. I mean, it's such a similar idea. And, and you know, I heard like one of the things. I mean, he was this. Um, you know, I mean, literally. I mean, literally. Stranger Things is okay. Let's. What happens if you mix Ghostbusters with the Goonies? And that, there it is. You got Stranger Things. Right. I mean, is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Sean Astin's a, a you know he was a child actor, and so I think one of the things too they wanted to bring him on one because of the connection to this '80s vibe, and then also he got to talk with um, a lot of the cast and stuff. It's just kind of a cool, cool sort of thing mm-hmm. just to say like, look, you know, this this. You know, being in being uh you know in a star this early, look where he's at. He's fine. He's he's a good family guy. Just awesome dude. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Okay. Well, um, on to our number ones. Just before, really quickly, I'll run through just a couple of honorable mentions I have here. Um, I have Willow, Ghostbusters two, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which is my all time favorite Christmas movie. Die Hard, I Have the Goonies, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and Three Amigos. Just a couple I had scribbled down here that did not make it onto my list. Do you have it? And then you got 1989 Batman, some stuff like that didn't didn't make it on my list. Do you have? Do you have any of those? Yeah, ends? I had uh, Batman. Just... I had. Uh, I got what else did you have? I had The Breakfast Club on there actually. Um, yeah. Uh, funny one. As I was doing my research, I found The Land Before Time. The Land yeah. Before <laughs> Time made it on there. I was like, oh, man, I used to watch that all the time. That was like my my go to, you know. So. Uh, but no, I agree with all of those on the Batman. Yeah. yeah. Tron, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. And of course, if we were, if we were allowing it, of course, star Wars return of the Jedi would be both as an eyes number yeah, one. Yeah. And then of course you have empire, empire strikes back, which is pretty much, I mean, there's, there's a rolling stone countdowns of all the movies ever. And they have that as number one. Yeah. So, yep. but, um, this is where I think as and I are going to differ just a little bit because I am going to take a guess that he has Rocky four as his number one movie. Actually, maybe I don't no! I don't. Okay. I don't. Well, all right. Yeah. Okay. Cause my number one is Rocky three. Uh, so geez. here's, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know everyone has Rocky four as what they consider to be the best Rocky movie because it did single handedly end the cold war. Okay. I right, mean, that right, movie right, came right. out and Russia was like, you know what? We're good. Let's, let's get out. But if I had to choose between the two, I think Rocky three, I think it's a better movie. Not evenly do I, do I like it better? But I think start to finish, it's just better. I love the idea that Rocky gets beaten mm-hmm. and he has to, you know, no, it, he gets humbled, right? Yeah. He's winning all these fights. I like Mr. T as Clubber Lang. 
Uh, Hulk Hogan makes Hulk Hogan makes a cameo as Thunderlips, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, and then it's where you first get the Eye of the Tiger. Okay, yeah. you first get the Eye of the Tiger, and then Apollo Creed has to train him. Okay. Yeah, that is sick. Because Mick dies. Mick dies. And so Apollo Creed, his rival, Uh has to come train him and get him back on his feet. Yeah. You know? Get the will to survive. (laughs) All right? Yeah. Uh, And then he ends up up going toe-to-toe with Clubber Lang, uh, and he ends ends up beating him uh, using the rope and dope. Yeah. Okay, I mean, then he used use the rope and dope in there as well, and then the ending where it's like him and Apollo go to that, and then they just do that, you know, kind of like yeah, that freeze frame. I think because Rocky Four, I mean, Rocky Four is obviously amazing. Apollo Creed dies, uh, and then you know he has to go beat Ivan Drago, and there's the America Russia thing to it too. But I just think start to finish, I've always just I've always just preferred Rocky Three. I think it's just there's just more to it uh, than the other movie. It's kind of just like Apollo Creed dies, he has to go train, and then he goes to Russia and has this epic fight with. With Ivan, with Ivan Drago, but I mean, really, if I'm picking in the entire series, those two those two Creed movies are like really good. Okay, I mean the yeah. the Creed the the follow ups, yeah, the those are those oh, those, are, those are really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And then Rocky Five is like Rocky Five sucks. And like the first two movies, everyone everyone always says like the second one's the best. Like I I see so many people arguing that the second Rocky movie is the best, and I'm like. The first two movies are just long. Like, they are so long. Yeah. Like, I'm just – they're just slow. And so, for me, it's like Rocky 3 and 4. Rocky 5 is okay. And it's actually – it's not good. I don't like Rocky 5. Rocky 6, you know, just Balboa. That one's pretty cool, cause, but it's kind of sad and depressing. So, for me – I mean, of course, not all of those are even in the 80s anyway. But I I, I prefer 3 over 4, but I get why people choose – but why ch- people choose 4 as, as probably the best Rocky movie. Yeah, four four is my uh, favorite. I love Rocky four yeah. is is absolutely uh, nuts, and it's my dad's favorite. It's the one. I mean, come on, yeah, Apollo dies. I mean, like, yeah, well, Mick dies. Mick dies. And, I know and, that's, a big deal. that's a big deal, but but I mean, okay, Apollo was killed. All right, let's just right put now. it like that. I know. I, mean, I know. They're, I mean, they're they're. I know they're both good, and again, you know, I go, you, you go back and forth on yeah. it, but I I just like three because Rocky gets wrecked like early in the movie by clubber lang and he's got to figure out how to come back Mm -hmm. yeah and then it's and it's only through apollo creed training him yeah 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 right to to get him back and and i just love i love that apollo creed's in his corner you know and it's like let's go that is it that is it that is it yeah yeah awesome yeah yeah i know i actually kind of um so and here's here's the other thing picking movies just to go put in i guess honorable mention that should have been in there rocky for sure um uh or you know as you say three or four being in 80s movies um right. but yeah they did not make it into my list man no no way oh, that's okay yeah all right what, 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 like, what's like, yeah number... my dad uh, again what says it, it's if none of these are i didn't even oh I no we we even... already mentioned it. we just kind of forgot about it. like so it's it's uh you were wondering how high up it would be oh <laughs> it is the it's your number one it is my okay, number one you. dude it is the never-ending story that is why when in Stranger Things when they made that freaking reference, oh, it's I so lost good. my yes. ever living <laughs> mind. That was what I and I, I kid you not. So number one, I watched you know I always watched Return of the Jedi growing up. That was my favorite um, movie. But then second to that 
was literally the never-ending story. My grandma was all about it. I always put that in. Third was actually the the rats of Nim, the secret, the the oh, rats yeah, of Nim, of Nim yeah. yeah, kind of thing. Um, right, yeah. But the never-ending story. I had a such a crush on the Empress-like uh, child. Right, I was so mm-hmm. into her, and I wanted to be a Treyu. I wanted so badly to be the one who was called right to, to to the emerald court and then given this task to go face down <laughs> the nothing and i just was like this this is next i used to dream about that and, and what it would be like to go and fight in this grand you know type of thing it just you know atreyu falcor the whole the whole thing i was i was so i was so into it i was so because it was it's the never-ending story and there are all these different chapters and, and you everyone can write themselves into this story um, you just have to dream it, right? You just have to. You have to be. Uh, it's imagination. It's, it's what, what is. What is the Bastion? Bastion's is the guy. The yeah, the kid. Yeah. Right. Name. And when he's dude, when he's like, they keep they keep cutting back to him like reading, and he's like, oh, you know, like, yeah, like, oh, just yeah. reading this book, and it's like, wow, like what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and like when he's crying when Artek dies. Oh, dude, that's it's it's nuts. And well, the the thing is, out the gate, um, the childlike Empress is dying. She is actually mm-hmm. dying. Her physicians are there, and again, they they're looking for this this warrior. And it's just it's I don't know. It's it's so crazy. You think you're just reading the story, like you forget. Bastion is reading the story about Atreyu going on this quest, and Atreyu, like it does. You need Bastion. Bastion actually is a part of the story, and has to name. Mm-hmm you know the childlike empress and you're just like uh so it's just it's it's sick but really what it comes down to is i watched that so much growing up that it was literally the number one thing i remember we had we had it recorded on vhs later on we had uh my grandma had the actual tape but then uh it was recorded over so we could have it at my mom at mom and dad's house and it was just on all the time my mom totally approved of it it was something that was just like we could watch on a rainy day so again it was return of the jedi or it was the never-ending story legit and then when i Mm -hmm. found out there was a never-ending story too i lost my mind by the way never-ending story too um is it a 90s movie i think it's i think it's i think it's i think it's like yeah, or it could be late. Let me look this. But the up kid, here. the guy who plays it, like died. Didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is this is a 1990 uh, movie. 1990, The Ring Story Two. Yeah, the next chapter. Yeah, if you well, they replace what's his name. The, the, somebody else plays the kid. Yeah, right. Exactly. Bastion. Um, I forget what happened to that actor. I I think something tragic. I think, he can, I th- I think I something think tragic happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, but where is it at? A little interesting connection. Oh my gosh. If I can find well, one of the the guy who who reads the um, the audio book for Game of Thrones, um, and he, Harry Lloyd. Well, no, uh, oh, um, no, 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 no. The oh god, what is this? Roy Detrice. Roy Detrice. Okay, let me let me look him up real quick here because he's in, I believe he's in Neverending Story. Let me see. Wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Roy Detrice is in the Neverending Story, and I found this out when I was like going through. Um, where is he at? I forget which character like he plays or the name of that character, but he's one of those little like uh, Atreyu shows up and is trying to pass like the pass through the what are they a sphinx or something that he's trying to pass through? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's he's you know, yes. trying to help him out there. But anyways, just just sick. There's so many cool little things. Rockbiter is is awesome. Falcor is is unreal. You know, a luck dragon. Oh, I yeah. mean, we all need one of those in our life. So, but yeah, the childlike empress again. 
who didn't have a crush yeah, on me... her? I mean, come on. Oh, like yeah. That... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So let me, let me, let me, I just want to read some of the plot here. There's Moria, the ancient one in the swamps, swamps of sadness, you know, <laughs> Treu, you know, yeah. His beloved horse, Artax, is lost to the swamp. But then he comes back at the end, right? Mm-hmm. And everything. Yes. Yes. Uh, everything's okay. And then he got Falcor, right? Yeah. I mean, Falcor is, Falcor is the real, the real star, you know, the, the, the real star, the real star of the show. Okay. Yeah. It, um, yeah. If, and like I love how everything has a name, right? You've got the sea of possibilities. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's it's based on a book. Um, it's based on a book, and I think it maybe even a book series. It's a German book series, and it is. Um, I've always wanted to kind of look into that a little bit more and see if there was. That's why they're able to have like chapter, you know, two, and there's even a third. Right. There's actually a never-ending story. Uh, three. three. I think there's I'm, a never-ending yeah, story it's, four. It's, quite frankly, that never made it to theaters. That was like just god awful. The never, the never-ending story three. It was 1994. Let me see. Oh god, they have another person play Bastion. Um, no, I think that was the kid from Free Willy. Is what it looks like. Uh, no so. way, really. I don't know, dude. I never saw. I never saw. I never saw Free Willy. So. Escape from Fantasia. Uh, wow. Look at Falcor. That's a joke. What is going on? <laughs> it looks like that. I mean, cheesy cow. That's that's pretty bad. Uh, oh my god. All right. All right. Hey, man. All right, guys. Hey. Okay. All right. So let's move on to our final segment here. We're talking about movies. That was our. That was our eighties. Let's guys. Let us know where do you agree. Where do you disagree. What's your favorite eighties? movie what's your go-to and it's favorite so it doesn't have to be what you think is the best i'm sure there's you know breakfast club a lot of those uh you know a lot of those are in there so we're gonna close up shop here talking about the best foods at the movies what is your go-to food when you're when you go to the movies because i actually i love going to the movies i love the event i love going getting popcorn getting snacks sitting down watching the previews i like to get there early get a good seat you're hyped you're like okay this is going to be fun this is going to be cool the only thing i don't like is when you go and there's a bunch of people that are cheering or stuff like that you know that's mm-hmm. that, that that that's kind of my only one downside you know to the movies but um so as what is your go-to what's your go-to when you go to a movie theater well so um gotta get a large coke got gotta start off with mm-hmm. that and get a large popcorn. Got to get a popcorn. And so that's that's solid. Most people would say that, right? It's milk duds. That is the thing. Yes. If I don't have some <laughs> milk duds, I'm not watching the film. I'm just not. I'm, I'm not comfortable. I'm not like I don't. Um, I don't know. It's that sweet, salty kind of like taste that you got to go with. You got to have. And but that was my that was my thing. And I'll say this. I'm not embarrassed to say this. When I was in high school and I needed to go to my Fortress of Solitude, I needed to meditate a little bit, I would go watch some of the worst. Remember some of the movies that I, I, I would take you guys to or that I would I would have I, I watched it and I wanted to rewatch it and you guys were just like, What? Mm-hmm. Ez is ridiculous. I would be watching movies. There was a by period myself. of time in which as there's a period of time in which in high school in which Ez went and saw movies by himself. And we were always like, Why is he going by himself? Like you, I mean we're down to you know, just time to go, but he's like, Yeah, it's just yeah. It's just I, just like had, I just had I just had to go. I wanted to go by myself and just do my own thing, just get away. It was like a uh, uh like like a two-hour period where nothing i was just it was just me and and in the theater typically i would go uh like a matinee and no one was there like there was it was like it was was during the week too you know it was like i didn't have any football practice i didn't have to work i didn't have any tests or quizzes coming up and i just would bounce to the to the movie theater and then i always got that large coke that popcorn and i got the milk duds 
And honestly, if, if I didn't have enough money to get all of that, I would just say skip the popcorn and I got the milk duds, double sugar. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, hey, that's why right. I have a problem. Hey, man. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Because I too am a milk duds at the movies guy. Yes. I actually, so I don't necessarily do the popcorn. I don't always do, I don't always do the popcorn because I don't like it. It's greasy. It gets in your hands. But anytime you go with people, you always get popcorn because, you know, it's, it's the thing, it's the thing to do. Um, I'm, you know, when it comes to soda pop, I'm, de- I'm more of a Sprite guy than I am a Coke guy. I really, I wish they had Pepsi products, but that's, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but for me, the one thing I'm guaranteed to get, I will not go to the movies if I cannot have junior mints. Okay. Yeah. For me, it's like, it's like, it's love, like the yeah. whole, it's like, it's the whole thing it, to me. It is like, I would never ever eat junior mints outside of the movie. God, not no. that they're not. Not that they're not good or they're bad or something, but it's just like, you know, I just I like to get the box. I like to eat them there. I mean, they're freaking delicious. I mean, if somebody gave me some, I, w- I would obviously eat them, but I'm never going to go purposely buy them. Right, right, right. Uh, you know, like at a, at a store. But, yeah, I mean, then then like my second tier is Reese PCs or, um, you know, or, or Milk Duds. Milk Duds is definitely on my thing. It's that it's that. It's certainly that you know. Like, there's some of the what are the, some of the other things I have like the, the snow caps. You know, you always yeah, see those snow caps are there. Yeah, like, yep. Um, but it's 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 the milk duds. I just love I love the. And I mean, literally, I eat the entire box in like one handful, right? I mean, just oh yeah, dude, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like like pour it in. But it's that it's that you got the chocolate, the the tiny little chocolate, um, you know, or junior mints, I should say, not milk does. You get the tiny little chocolate, you know, with with just a little bit of cream on the inside, and it's that, and and it's that, it's that kind of, you know, you get that that minty flavor, and yeah, it's, it's so good. Man. Yeah, it's it's it really is, and so I don't actually eat a lot of candy, um, like chocolates, sweets like that, um, and literally it is the movie theater where I would go get those. Like I also would not be buying milk duds anywhere else besides. Like, it's only at the movie theater that that I get those, and. I remember I don't know how this this happened, but I remember early on when I was trying to get my you know I was in high school trying to figure out uh, what do you get at the movie theater what's what's a good thing and you're also doing research right you're going to the movies to try and say like all right like one day one day I'm gonna take a girl here you know what one day it's gonna happen all right mm-hmm. you know someone's gonna agree to go to the movies with me and but so you get the popcorn because there's not a, like you're not making a lot of like if you're eating nachos I feel like there's such a um crunch with that it just seems like it's disruptive to the movie even to like me listening and hearing it so milk duds no crunch nothing popcorn just it's you know melt in your mouth uh solid solid choice but i would not be getting like nachos people get nachos and i'm like i don't get it all right i just i just pulled up a list here of like a I'd like a screen rant or something yeah it's the first thing i typed in i said ranked movie candy yeah all right and here here's what they have and i can tell you right now some of this is just absolutely trash at number at, they have 18. At 18 they have Whoppers, okay? First of all, I love Whoppers. Nah, yeah. I think they're good. Yeah. I wish I had them more often. The only time I feel like I really ever ate them was Halloween, like people would give them out, but I mean, they're certainly not 18 considering some of the other stuff mm-hmm. that's in there. Mm-hmm. Uh 17 they have Goobers. I don't even know what that is. Um 16 they have Lemonheads. No, just, come man, on, I'm, I'm no, out. That's disgusting. That should be that should Whopper should be ahead I, of that. I don't even know Lemonhead should be a candy. At, at 15, they have Milk Duds. Like that's 15. That's a that's joke. a joke. That's a joke. Milk Duds, <laughs> Milk Duds is my number three. Okay, <laughs> above Milk Duds, they have Dots. Uh, okay. They have they have uh, Juji Fruits. I don't even know what that is. Skittles. Mm. Okay. 
Swedish fish. How are you going to tell me that Swedish fish is better than milk duds? Yeah, but I'm glad that's on. That's a good. That's a good candy choice, though. It's mm-hmm. not a bad one. Uh, they have they have bunch of crunch. I don't know. This must be something new. Butterfinger at nine. Reese's Pieces at eight. Okay. Starburst at seven. I see. I just don't know that I really Starburst want Skittles and Skittles. I don't know. Th- I don't know that I want that at a movie with theater. your popcorn because twist. you know somebody's getting a popcorn yeah. and you're what are you gonna do? Right? Yeah, because some people some people take M and M's or whatever and they put them in their popcorn. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is which Chocolate is kind of cool. At six they at six they have Twizzlers. At five they had Red Vines. I'm glad to see they have Red Vines above Twizzlers because mm-hmm. that that is that is that is smart. At four they have Raisinets. Okay, I don't know who made this list. Yeah. But get these jokers out of here. At three they have Snow Caps. At two or oh, excuse me. Oh, they have three. They, they have it tied. At three, they have snow caps and junior mints. Uh, at two, they have M and M's. I mean, that's fine. That's that's sure. fair. Yeah. At number one, they have Sour Patch Kids. No, man. I mean, what? No. <laughs> what a joke. No, that's not. That's not an enjoyable experience. I don't think that. I I don't know who made that list, but I mean, I think I wouldn't. I don't. I I don't want sour candy at the movie. No theater. one's eating lemon heads and sour patch. To, no, they're not. I mean, maybe I. I don't. I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody that's eating Sour Patch Kids or Lemon Heads at a movie. Theater. If they are, they're not really there for the movie. Like they're just there. To, I don't even know why they're there. Like they were. They were drug along and they want to be miserable. So they, you know. I mean, <sighs> this. Okay, I found. I found a more extensive list. I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but just to see some of the ones we maybe missed. Uh, Mike and Ike's uh is oh, yeah. is kind of yeah. is kind of is kind of a classy the cookie the cookie dough bites see i always see those i never get them good and plenty yeah you know that's 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 kind of something too the hot tamales see a lot of those i'm just uh you know right i don't i don't i don't really do um yeah, there they go. These people, these people also have Sour Patch Kids as number one. So what I, the I, heck? Maybe we're maybe we're missing out on something. But I'm I'm. I'll out. pick. Uh, you know what I'll do? I'll pick a terrible movie, one that I know I'm not going to really, enjoy, and I'll go try the Sour Patch uh, candy. And I'll well, I can't now. Got too many carbs. But uh, too many, way too many carbs. Yeah, not worth it. Not worth it. But all right, this see this now this list this is a this is a more definitive. But I will say on all these lists they have Junior Mints towards the top. So that's. Mm-hmm. That is good to go. These guys have snow caps at the top. They say it's classic. It tastes good. Plays well with popcorn overall. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah. Question though. So I, I said nachos. Is that never like I know it's food versus candy, but I mean like, do you? Uh, yeah. I mean, well, well, we well we said food. We we def we definitely did we definitely did say food. Yeah, yeah. For, but for this, topic, I guess I'm asking so. you like, have you ever? I mean, when I go to the movie theater, I'm not typically I have ate beforehand or something, and I'm not or yeah, afterwards. I, I don't ever. Yeah, I, I'm not. I definitely see. To me, I don't want nachos or something like that when I'm in the movie theater. That's it's just, just too much. Like I gotta look down, scoop the cheese. I mean, it just seems like it's a lot. You know, it's a lot. It's dark. So I ha- I have gone to a couple movie theaters where you they have like waiters that will come yes, to you like yes. in, in the in the movie. I went with my my brother Jeremy. He took me when we went and saw um the our. Uh, Jurassic World, mm-hmm. um, and so you you could order like beer, and you could order like uh, you know like chicken tenders and stuff like that. Now, that was freaking sweet. I will, I will, I will, I will. I will but that's like you know, you, first of all, the tickets are like twenty bucks because they don't have nearly as much seating. Um, but yeah, I mean, I typically, typically, I'm not doing, I'm not doing food. Um, I'm gonna do, you know, because I think you could probably do like a soft pretzel as well. 
uh, if you if you want it and 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 stuff like that. But for me, it's candy. I, I just I'm, I'm going. I'm getting. I even even on keto. If I, not that we can go right now, obviously because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess maybe some movie theaters are starting to open up. But when I go to the movie theater, COVID, uh, keto or not, because since I don't go incredibly often, it, there will be thin mints. Yeah. That's all I can say about yeah. that. Yeah, there, sure. there, there will there will be thin mints. So. Yeah. So. All right, guys. Hey, well, with that, let us know what are some of your favorite 80s movies? What are your go-to snacks when you are at the movie theater? And uh, we'll bring it up next time because next time we might do our top 90s movies. Yeah. And it'll be, totally, it'll, be, it'll be a totally – it'll be a totally different, totally, totally different list. But I'm sure we will have some follow-ups to some of the movies we have here. So – with that, guys, hey, we want to thank you for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed, you know, give us uh, give us a review on iTunes. We do have a YouTube channel as well. Or send us an email at Show at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter. Uh, and that is, us, that is it for us guys today. So this is Matt Nez signing off. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.